Hello, I'm Ken. And I'm Nicole. This is Under the Umbrella, an Umbrella Academy podcast. Not the off-season. Not the off-season. Kind of lost your words there for a second. I did. I did. I, I lost it there for a minute. Because <laughs> it's not pre-recorded. It's not. You know. Nope. We, we say it every time. Here we go. <laughs> Just for you guys. So we've got Umbrella Academy Season 3, Episode 3 tonight. Yep. And we're going to try to get through this one a little faster than our last one. We had a few detours. Yeah, last <laughs> to do one Victor. Was, yeah, last one was interesting. <laughs> yeah, so um, this time so we've got trying to have a few fewer detours yep. and going from there. And from the top, we have animals. They make noise. Deal with it. <laughs> They're very cute, just very noisy. <laughs> also, I lost my voice a little bit today, so I'm really croaky. So that's gonna be fun too. Maybe I'll just move the mic a little bit this way. Okay. All right. There let's we go. Let's try that. All right. Yay for awesome sound quality. <laughs> All right, let's jump in. Unless you have anything you want to say, uh, visit the Facebook page. Oh yes, don't forget we're we're almost at fifteen hundred likes. Except we only have twelve listeners. So the other fifteen hundred <laughs> need to get on this listening thing. Yep. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody. Tell everyone. Tell Facebook world. Make it happen. There are people that use TikTok for things like this. I don't know. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> okay. So, <laughs> episode three, Pocket Full of Lightning. Right. Also, we almost had a mishap where we started watching to take our notes for this episode, and Netflix was automatically playing episode five, and it was very confusing for us. Yeah, it was super confusing. Because <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. <clears throat> but we got Klaus woke up somewhere, and we were like, wait, what? This isn't This, <laughs> this isn't is one. new. Yeah. So, anyway, Pocket Full of Lightning. <laughs> our synopsis today. As people start disappearing in waves, Five and Lila reluctantly team up to solve their time travel problem. Klaus sees a new side of his father. All right. Lucky Klaus. Lucky Klaus. <laughs> I mean, if anybody needed a father, it's Diego. <laughs> yeah. Not Klaus. No. Klaus seems very affirmed in what he does and who he is. I think he probably would have done better if his father had not been a psychopathic asshole. But, you know, other well, than that, you know, did... Semantics. I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> um, so we open on a like kind of 50s-style informative movie um, about play. the... Play. I'm going to say play. Play. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, about the grandfather paradox. It's like, you know, like what you would find in like a, you know, corporate training video. Kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, so the basic basis excuse me of this um the, some kid goes back in time and kills his grandfather because he doesn't like his grandfather um he blames him for everything wrong in his life blames him for his father's death blames him for his mother being unhappy and all that peas yes yeah peas. his father did not like the peas so his grandfather he, didn't like grandfather peas. thank you so he yeah. threw him at the mother um so he goes back to 1905 also it's a very sad sad tale about soup <laughs> it is sad about soup yeah ken likes soup i like soup um, anyway, he went back too far, and he killed his grandfather in 1905, which means his mother didn't meet his father, and therefore he did not exist when he went back to whatever year he went back Yeah, to. I really want to hear you explain grandfather paradox to me, because you're very bad at explaining I just did. I just explained it. He went back in time, killed his grandfather before his mother could be born, or before his mother met his father. He wasn't born, then he came back to his time, but he technically didn't exist, and it was just a loop, and there we go. Um, it is chapter 68 in the commission handbook, okay. uh, which I feel like given the scope of the problem, it should have been a much earlier chapter. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
Well, that, which, just, that, which, that just goes to show what is in the first right, I'm sorry, so 67 it either means that the other 67 chapters are even worse problems, yeah. or the commission's like, eh, what happened? Don't worry about it. So, yeah. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Right. That is the grandfather paradox. Yeah. And then we flip from that after they give their bows and things like that. Mm-hmm. We flip from that, and Luther is getting ushered out of the Sparrow Academy mm-hmm. um, with a huge smile on his face. And his gift bag. And his, and his smoothie. And, no, it's water this time. Oh, it's water this time. Okay. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing that and I was like, he still has the smoothie. Wow. No, he filled anyway. with water. Okay. Because well. he needs water after their marathon dancing on the ceiling. Dancing on the ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's you know, <laughs> dancing his way down the road to right. Do You Believe in Magic? Um, when she's first like shutting him out the door, it looks like it's daytime, but it's actually still nighttime. When he's like. Dancing. Oh, really? Yeah. To me, I it always thought like, it felt like it was nighttime. Yeah, it looked like daytime, like when she's like first like. Shoving him out the door, and then like as he starts dancing away, it's night. Yeah. Um, and he's like stopping and like you know, smiling at all the people and like waving. And some person like pukes like right next to me is like wonderful evening and like keeps dancing away because he's yeah. not happy. Yeah. Twitter Twitter painted. Sure. Luther painted. Luther painted. <laughs> Lutherine. So he stops at a newsstand for gum and condoms, but he's like super awkward. But he's like those those things right there. And the guy's like, you mean condoms? He's like, yeah, those. He's like, I have uh. sex. <laughs> The guy sizes Luther up and down, and instead of grabbing the regular condoms, he grabs the gigantic ones. Mm -hmm. Which I feel is, you know, quite quite generous, because, you know, a lot of times the really big guys are not packing a whole lot. So, you know, this man was clearly being very nice to Luther. You ever seen a gorilla? Well, I guess I haven't really seen He doesn't know he's a gorilla. He doesn't (laughs) see the the arms. He sees this giant man. Yeah. Um, so while this is happening, the Eldridge Lava Pill pulses and all the lights go out as it comes one direction. And then when it pulls back, like half of the people in the, the like along the streets disappear, including mm-hmm. the newsstand guy. Um, and Luther basically goes, oh shit, and starts to leave and then goes back and grabs Steals a bunch, a bunch of condoms. Of condoms. Yeah. Here's one box first, then he goes back for more, and then he like runs off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun times. Mm-hmm. As as <laughs> fun times were had by all. So then we've got the other siblings are um, back at the bar. They're talking mm-hmm. about the grandfather paradox and what it means. And Five is trying to explain it to them and like how it's, you know, a very big deal. Yeah. And um, who says it? Uh, Klaus, I think, says like, or they start talking about what's missing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Five is like, oh, lobsters. And then Klaus, like from the floor or wherever he is, he's like, and a shit ton of cows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because because Allison is trying to imply that it's not that big of a deal. Right. That five is just like addicted to like saving the world mm-hmm. and wants it to be a bigger deal. So she's like, "Who's missing? What's going on?" And he's like, "Well, mostly it's lobsters right now." And then Klaus is like, "Yeah, all the cows." Yeah. Um, and Allison basically just tells him that he he needs an apocalypse to right. like be happy. Um, and then she kind of like blows him off. Um, he. Really not liking Allison this time around. That is the like general consensus for this season is that Allison is pretty much horrible. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, she she lost her husband and uh, child, but at the same time, like I think she's that's bullshit. Yeah, as far as I I'm aware, and a few spoilers I have seen, we have still have not watched the whole season yet. We're trying to pace ourselves, yeah. along with the podcast. Um, yeah, as, as far as I know, she's pretty much terrible. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, just. Which, given that know. she's one of my favorite characters in the first two seasons, I'm kind of sad about that. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. She's just, to me, like, just... Every time she opens her mouth and speaks, I'm like... And apparently it just gets worse. You didn't need to say anything here. Yeah. Because everything you're saying is worse than the thing that you've already said. Right. And done. Or ruining whatever's happening around them. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't have to be a gigantic bitch to get your way. <laughs> I don't know. It, it bugged me. Yeah. It's bugging me. I'm sure it's, we'll have that feeling more as yeah, we Yeah, and on. I'm trying to think of, like, because we always had, like, Luther Luthering. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're just going to have Allison bitching, I guess. <laughs> we'll come up with some kind Allison. of pithy verb for Allison. Al- alligatoring? Yeah, no. no. We'll think on it. We'll think of it. We'll get there. We'll, we'll find it. Yeah. We find it for Luther and others. We'll, we'll find there. Yeah. Um, so five leaves. To Which is funny to. because I don't have an issue with Luther this season. Right? Like, yeah. I really don't so have far, a... like, he, he's he's quite happy-go-lucky, but, like, I'm not disliking Luther this season. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not a gigantic dickhole no. like all the others. So, so far, he's just, like, a giant puppy, which I'm okay with. He can be a puppy. That's yes. fine. So far, I'm okay with that. We'll see what happens, <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So Lila is inexplicably back. Apparently, um, and she's uh, just yeah, chilling at the hotel with them. Stan said that he told her she could go use the bathroom. Yeah, so like, but it's like a shared bath. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, five said that he was gonna go talk to Lila, and someone was like, "Lila's back," or, or before that, I think it was when Stan was doing something about his mom, and they're like, "Wait, Lila's back," and and Stan's like, "Yeah, I told her she could stay with us." Yeah, and so <laughs> five goes to talk to Lila. Um, yeah. In his words, he's going to talk to someone who only has half their head up their ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so he walks off. Klaus is very upset that no one seems to care about their mothers and like no one's yeah, upset about it. Yeah, because he's like the moms. That's yeah, what we need he, to figure he out. Said the moms. We, like, we need to find out who or what killed them. Diego basically says it was obviously their father. Right. Um, and Klaus is well, like, well, I mean, pretty much, I think Diego is just kind of like anything that is bad is like anything. Oh, wrong my his dad life did that. You know, like and they were in like 1963, Reggie. and they're just like he's like. I got gum in my hair. That damn Reggie. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of. Yeah. It's all Sir Reggie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Diego says, you know, it's obviously Sir Reginald. And Klaus is so cute. He's like, do you really think our father could kill those people? And like Everybody unanimous is responses. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Victor's like um, 100%. Definitely. Like <laughs> yeah. our father killed these people. And Diego calls it uh, murder city. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, murder city. Yeah, of murder course. Murder city. Uh, <laughs> so they. They, and then Klaus is like, yeah, I, I guess you're you're right, sure. Right. Um, and this is when Luther walks in. And <laughs> Luther, yeah, where were you? Is kind of like they're everything. He was like, I, I was a hostage, and they're like, oh, and they're like, he didn't notice I was gone. They're like, yeah, we are so worried about you. Are you okay? <laughs> so then he tells them, you know, that he was being held hostage by the sparrows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Allison like asks if they heard him, and like this is like where she shows like a little bit of like concern. And he's like, no, they were excellent hosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I think she calls him Stockholm at some point. Yeah, like late, a little later on in the, yeah. this, in the episode. And he like sets his like like nice tote bag with their faces on right. and that. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's like, oh, do we have Marcus? We just need to return yeah, him. Yeah, they just want Marcus. And they're like, mm, nope, we don't, no, have we don't have him. And he's like, dang, I wish we had him. So that well, would have solved that one really quickly <laughs> and go on to number two, disappearing people. Yes. <laughs> and they all kind of look at him shocked. Yeah. And then we go to five and Lila. Yes. Yeah, so Lila's in the bathtub and five walks in. And then she, like, throws a knife at him, to, which, which would have killed him if he didn't bamf away. Yeah, but, I mean... And then they Again, fight. again, he's, like, has 40 years of, like, mm-hmm. experience fighting. This shouldn't be a difficult fight for him. No. Like, it shouldn't be hard, and yet, Lila, they, like, match each other, and well, I'm I just, like... I think it's, like, to illustrate, like, how, like, she uses his power... 
and everything, yeah, but and how she's she's a good fighter that can use his power, and he's not used to that. But still, the fight goes on way too long. Yeah, until he's just over it. But I I also I don't understand like why they're fighting. Like he wasn't threatening her. He just walked into the bathroom, and then like all of a sudden she started trying to kill him. Um, unless, they do kind of talk about it a little bit later. Something, I mean, unless she is used to getting tricked or played, I think or something she's like just that. crazy. Yeah. I think she just likes to kill people. Because, I mean, she does talk about it a little bit later, like another scene. Um, but, like, still, yeah. So, anyway, so he shoots shampoo into her face. Um, yeah. And then kicks her. And she she's like, okay, fine, I give. And, like, so then they talk. Um, <laughs> he tells her to hand over her briefcase. He needs to go talk to Herb. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, it's over there. And so he goes over and he wants to know why she's got two briefcases. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's try them out. And she was like, first try try yours, which doesn't work. And then she's like, and then try mine, and yeah. that, or, or vice versa. And that doesn't work. Yeah. And, and then they like they were talking about the odds of the briefcases being broken. Yeah, like for like one to be broke is like one in a million. Yeah, like one two, in millions like, and impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And so she asks, uh, she's like, what does that mean? End of the world? And she's like, kind of excited about it almost. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like um, no, it's no. worse. <laughs> we have to work together. Yep. And like, basically, Lila's response is, oh, shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she kind of like walks out in a towel and Five follows after her and Diego is there with Stan. Yeah, and he's like, what the hell were you guys He's doing? like, what are you doing in there? And he's like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of, they, like, Diego like follows them um, and is ta- telling um, Lila, she needs to take Stan. Mm-hmm. But he has no time for this. He's got bigger things to deal with. And she's like, look, I have more important things to do right now. He's like, what's more important than us? Right. And, and she's like, there is no us. Like, right. it's been a couple of days for me. You've been gone for my life for over a decade. I have slept with many, many people. And I love yeah. how she says that. Um, and she basically tells him to man up and be a dad. Yeah. And I enjoy when he looks over at Stan. Stan's like, it was a lot of people. <laughs> he said, way more than you, Poppy. <laughs> yep. Uh, which Diego obviously does not like that. Does not like that. Yes, he's not, a, ran after not appreciate Stan, that. Like a child. Well, he is. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Like a big man child. Um, then we go back to Allison, Victor, and Luther. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that the the sparrows think we stole their number one. Uh, why don't we throw them a party? I bet they throw fantastic parties. Like he's just all. <laughs> He's uh, just in such a happy mood. He just wants to be happy. Yeah, he just wants to be. And he's totally divorced from reality at this point. Yeah, excited also, about something. Also, but they're talking about like how to like get their briefcase back from the Sparrow Academy, mm-hmm. which Five could have just told them, "Hey, got the briefcase. It's broken. I'm dealing with it." Like they all think that the Sparrow Academy has their briefcase. Yeah, but that's now. Five because like like the rest of the Umbrella Academy deals with like the here and now, mm-hmm. and Five is like the like big picture guy, right? True. And so, but also, which is funny, is like he could, if the briefcase had worked, he could just, he, would even he could have gone to Herb, talked to Herb, came back like three minutes before he even left, and yeah. been like, okay, guys, we're good to go. But he could also, you know, told Diego, hey, broken, going to deal with it. Like, and then Diego, I mean, they were know. carrying both the briefcases. Right. And it's, but it's Diego. Yeah. So who knows? But yeah, it's just, I, I feel like Five was just expecting his siblings to just sit and do nothing, which is a really stupid thing to expect. These people do not just sit and do nothing. <laughs> they do the worst possible thing they could and right. fuck things up in the worst possible ways. And then go, oh, what happened? Yeah. So, right. yeah. So uh, that was a really stupid decision on Five's part. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So. And then Luther, Luther and Victor kind of have a, like, like, 
um, Allison, this is the part where Allison is like, you're not going anywhere, Stockholm. And she like walks yes, off. Yes, yeah, she calls him Stockholm. And then Victor, t- or uh, Luther talks to Victor about like, hey, thanks for looking out for Allison. Yeah, Victor says that Allison needs something to keep her mind off. Because so Victor is like, wants diplomacy. Like he wants to go meet with the Sparrow Academy right. and discuss all of this. Um, Luther's like, I'll go with you. And Allison's like, uh, no, you stay. <laughs> no, um, And that's where like she stomps off. And that's where Victor tells Luther that Allison just needs something to keep her mind off of Claire. Um, but don't worry, like, I'm I'm on it. I'm with her. Right. And um, Luther thanks Victor for keeping an eye on Allison, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, he does still, you know, he has that weird, creepy love connection thing with his sister still. So, like, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, like, important to, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, um, technically, though, like, Luther didn't exist in there, so he doesn't really have a sister. So, technically, Sloane isn't his sister. True. But, but... Allison but, was raised as his sister, so he, you know, right. he still has like that connection with yeah. her. Um, so it's, I, I do think it's nice that he has like a slightly higher level of concern for her, even though the reason behind it is creepy. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah. So they, um, Allison and Victor leave. Yeah, and we go to Faye and Ben. Mm-hmm. And Faye is feeding her birds. Yes. Yeah, I'm she's not like sure, like some sort she's of got, like, like a mouse or apron thing on too, which actually looks fantastic on her. Somehow, you know I what? Don't know why. I, honestly, like the costume choices that they picked for Faye, I am like over the moon for. Yeah, they did a like, really good job the, with her. Or, like later in the episode, you know, when they all walk in, mm-hmm. they have um, Jamie is in that like three zip thing. Like, and I'm like, what is that? What is the purpose of that? That doesn't like it, didn't it didn't like convey like what she was. It seems to match her anything. character though, like making why? things unnecessarily difficult. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. She just seems like, like Faye's stuff is all like, for lack of a better term, like Eldritchy, like like witchy kind mm-hmm. of like you know it's like very like more uh, mystical, yeah, mystical yeah. kind of thing. And then we have like Alphonse, who's got like a Alfonso. belt. Alfonso, oh. sorry, Alfonso. He's there got like go. a belt. You know, like holds pants up and that kind of stuff. <laughs> which I kind of feel it's funny. Yeah, and then like you got Ben, who's just kind of like humdrumby. Like he mm-hmm. just has like a suit. And then you've got uh, Sloan, who's got, you know, it's like a regular suit, too. And then you've oh, got, hers, like... Oh, hers has got the cleavage. Oh, does it? Little bit of, oh, just oh, a little bit. A little bit of cleavage course. on hers. It has to, yeah. 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 And then you've got, um, and then you've got Jamie, who's got, like, the three zips on it. And I'm like, what, is, what does that even... Like, who cares? <laughs> like... Makes her look more, like, badass biker chick. Which I feel like maybe? appeals to her, somehow. I guess. Uh, but no, it was funny, because, like, so... Um, Faye's wearing like the apron that you know she's mm-hmm. cutting up the food yeah. for the for the ravens. It wasn't until like the end of that scene I realized that it was actually an apron, not part of like her, her like her outfit. Yeah, and I was because I was like, oh, that looks really good in her. And I was like, that's that's an apron. Yeah, that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, what I'm saying is Faye can clearly wear anything, and she looks great. In it. Yeah, right. So yeah, she can wear an apron, and she looks fantastic. Yeah, but they, anyway, they're arguing yeah. about who should be in charge and who should take over as like number one in Marcus's absent absence. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. And Apparently Faye says something ben, about how he mi- lost ben his chance. was a number one or something like that at some point and lost his chance. Yeah, like, I I feel like I read something about, like, in the comic, there was, like, a woman he was involved in who died or was hurt or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it had something to do with, like, his leadership or something or whatever. So oh, I don't okay. know if he was, like, demoted from number one or if he had, like, a chance to overtake number one and he blew it somehow. Oh, okay. Um, but either way, Faye throws that in his face and he gets super pissy. Yeah. Um, they kind of start a fight and she like sends one of her ravens at him and he grabs it and no 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 like... the raven is just sitting on oh is that he gra- that's right and then he she grabs gets it and starts later. choking out his, yeah. his raven which is like clearly hurting her like it's causing her discomfort yeah 
I don't I don't know that it's actual pain that she's feeling, but she's like squirming around like she's like not yeah. like, you know, not happy with this. Um, and she starts to kind of rally her other birds around. Mm. And then Grace walks in asking if she can clean up. <laughs> can we clean I clean up? Yeah. Can I clean in here, children? <laughs> and and they, you know, tell her sure, but like in the rudest possible way. Yeah. Um, I think Ben tells her to be quick about it, robot or something like that. Yeah, and then but right before he leaves, he he tells um Faye, like if they play this right, they can have the Sparrow Academy is theirs. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they, um, while Grace is cleaning, she overhears them talking about getting Marcus back, mm-hmm. and oh, that's yeah. when she's like, um, "God took him; he's not coming back." Yeah. And both of them look at her like she's insane, and she's like, "God's in the basement, and yeah. he called Marcus home." <laughs> and they're like, "Do we need to <laughs> fix like, you?" Okay, robot. <laughs> like we'll we'll tell like Reginald to fix you, like or yeah. whatever. Um. So yeah. Yeah. And then there's a short little tiny. Like, snippet it's seriously like 15 after seconds yeah, yeah. he's and he's walking. walking through like he has a trench coat and a snorkel <laughs> yeah. and like a mask and he like walks through and he tells the guy to like hold chet. on my hold my calls chet yeah and, he, like, and chet's like fuck you <laughs> he's like he's like no, he goes, good man <laughs> yeah and he like walks out love it and then as he's leaving lester pocket arrives yeah to check into the hotel a room yes and as he's signing you can see like other names which is funny because that's like a super old school way to have a um ledger hotel ledger like people mm-hmm. actually used to, like sign their name at like super old school yeah like people haven't done this in like 30 to 50 <laughs> well, years the whole, like it's crazy. the hotel the hotel is stuck in a different dimension is... so <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a ghostly dimension right um but anyway but one of the the names was um luther hargreaves like oh. four or five people above. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's cool. I was looking to see if there was like any clues in there and I saw Luther's and then it. Gotcha. Um, uh, he has really bad handwriting, by the way. Yes, it does. drives me nuts. <laughs> Just drives me nuts. Also, a lot of those people on there had really bad handwriting and I'm like. It's because no one writes anymore. <sighs> it's really bad. It is a lost art. I guess. Uh, it bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's Victor and Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to meet with Ben and Faye. Yep, and they're in the, the courtyard of the Sparrow Academy. Right. Where we'd had the little like mini funeral for Sir Reggie in the first season. Mm-hmm. And where um, other timeline Ben's statue was. Right. And at, they're like, you know, kind of bickering a little bit. And Allison calls Faye flock of she-gulls. Yeah, that was, was just, great. Bo- both times I saw that episode, that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And made me wonder, like, did flock of seagulls exist in this timeline does Faye have any idea what allison's talking about right. or is she just like what the fuck does that mean like <laughs> yeah. my i have ravens not seagulls like was she like super confused or did she actually yeah. understand the reference and again i every time allison opens her mouth i'm just like shut the fuck up right yeah victor has this yeah victor's like like talking to them and i feel like victor's being a little bit too gentle with ben and Faye because we know that ben and Faye are pretty much like the worst like right. most conniving, manipulative people of the of the group. Um, uh, well, so I yes and no. I think Faye does what Ben tells her to do because she is loyal. But I'm not sure that she. Comes I don't think up her loyalty. Plans. I don't think her loyalty extends that far, though. You don't think so? I think she's more loyal to power. Okay. And if she felt that she could have more power than Ben, she she wouldn't second. But I don't think she can. Okay. I think she knows he's more powerful than, than she is. Right. But I think that she would be like, if he became number one, she'd be looking for an opportunity to take him out. Okay. But until that time, she'd be loyal to him. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think she's loyal to a very short extent. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, uh, so like, so, so I feel like Victor's being a little bit too gentle with them. And then Allison comes in and is like, yeah, we've got your brother. If you want him back, give him a briefcase or we're going to send yeah. him back in pieces. And she's like all like aggressive about it. Yeah. Vic- Victor tries and then he stumbles and then Allison just kind of takes over. Yeah. And Victor's even like, no, no, that's not what we're saying. And Allison's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, Allison. <laughs> You're ruining everything. Right. Um, uh, and then they talk about, uh, then Victor talks about, there's like a tri- time traveling problem. Mm-hmm. She can't, or he can't explain it very well. Um, but his brother can, because he's all about the time time stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're like, it's swallowing a bunch of stuff. And they're like, well, what is it? And Or swallowing a bunch of people. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, it's, or he's like, it, it swallowed some dogs and cows, some lobsters, and now people. And they're like. <laughs> and Faye and Ben are like, what? Yeah. This is stupid. Like, I don't yeah. even talk about it. And then Allison jumps in again. To yes, it's four o'clock bitchy. sharp. Yeah, uh, if you don't if you don't want him back or, in pieces or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, tells them. And, and so, like, so Allison tells them where they are and when they're going to be there. Yeah. Because that's, that's dumb. You know, just, you know, gone she's just spoiling for a fight. Yeah. She got no neutral ground. Yep. Um, and then we see Klaus, like, scuba in into a. He opens, like, sewer. a vent. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, says, ah, oh, brings back memories. And then. Hops into a sewer. I'm not really sure. That just seems like a really weird place to have a sewer because it's right? like literally it's attached to the Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. or the Sparrow Academy. Sparrow Academy. And but it's like it's like like very like whatever he steps into sounds like quite deep gross. water yeah. and really disgusting. And he apparently goes through it. And right. then, um, there's like another really super short little snippet of Klaus doing this. And we're back with Allison and Victor who are on the street arguing. Right. Um, well, not supposed to arguing as Victor's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like Victor's what, calling her What out. did you do? Like, why did you yeah. do that? I had it handled. Um, Allison said that she's an actor, and this is and she improvises, and I saw you were losing it, so I jumped in. Do you guys hear the eye roll that I had just there? Because <laughs> I think it almost broke the sound barrier. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So it drives yeah. me nuts. She drives well, me and, nuts. Like, and Victor says, like, you know, like, I don't want to, like, start a fight with them like i don't want to like we don't know what their powers are like we don't know what they can do and allison basically says that no one's going to win a fight against her and her tiny badass brother yeah and which you can tell victor's like yeah like i am kind of badass like, yeah. like she's like you know he's yeah. like very happy that that she allison had said this yeah and yeah so and then we go to diego and stan yep they're and bickering they're, outside the hotel well no no like <laughs> diego's like standing there and like you know uh Strikes a pose, and Stan kind of like he's looks observing. over and like, like, can strike the same pose. Yes, he's 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 observing the area around them, and Stan yeah. starts copying him. Yeah, and then and then Diego's or Stan's like, "What are you doing?" Diego's like, "We're doing a security assessment," and he's like, and um, then Diego starts to starts to dad, as I call it, <laughs> and uh, quote unquote dad. Or like called bickering. Yeah, and he's like, "I need you to leave for a couple hours," and he and he gives Stan some money, and Stan looks at and he's like. It's like eight bucks. And he's like, Lila would never let me go into, into a strange, strange city. Because he goes like, it's a big city. Go have fun. He's like, mom would never let me do this. And he's like, oh, I'm giving you some trust. Like, go go get out of here. Like, yeah. And then, well, then he tells her, tell, he tells Stan that she, uh, Lila, is crazy, mm-hmm. basically. Or like a terrible person. It's a terrible person. That's what he calls her. He calls her yeah. a terrible person. But I'm fun. I'm cool. Go have fun. Yeah. And like sends him off with those eight dollars. He's like, that's what, that's half a salary for a kid in a month or something. Yeah. Like it's that. so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you spent too much time oh, in 63, man. Yeah. 
And then uh, we go back to class. And yes. He comes out of the vents, like in the sewer, like from the. Yeah, he sewer. comes like from like yeah from like the sewer. It's like, a really the weird. Like I don't really understand their. Like. The, the layout. The, I don't really understand this sewer because like they wouldn't like for like construction they're not going to have like just a bunch of sewer water going yeah because like, well, like, it seems like he's gone like down into the basement area yeah and, and then he came back out like yeah, i don't know it's it weird very strange and also it looks like he's coming through like the basement area where the eldritch lava pill is located but he doesn't seem to notice, notice it. it yeah or he's in like a different area it doesn't matter it doesn't, yeah he comes he, up he comes out um, and he goes into the Sparrow Academy. He finds Sir Reggie and confronts him. Um, and they have this weird fencing match where Reggie actually grabs like a sword. Yeah, was it a sword or was it like a like a fire poker? Oh, fire poker. It was like a fire poker, and then, and then Klaus gets like this short little statue piece of wood, yeah, or statue or something like that. Um, Klaus wants to know if he killed their mothers. Yeah, and Sir Reggie is like, "Do you really think that I like look at me? Like, could I actually kill anyone? And like, you've seen me." Well, like, no, he says, "I." Uh, he said. He says, "I don't care enough about you to lie to you." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then he then he says like, and he says that, yeah, like, do I look like I could? Fit? He says, "Do I look fit enough to murder anyone?" Yes. And Klaus is like, "Oh, good point." <laughs> and he's like, "Are you the drunk one?" And Klaus is like, "No, I'm the spiritual one." <laughs> um, I love Klaus so much. And then all of a sudden, there people come in. Yeah, there's a knock, and so Klaus runs and hides. And it's Jamie and Alfonso. Mm-hmm. They come in and they say, "Pills, pills, and num nums." <laughs> Yeah. Jamie specifically says that. Right. Um, and then, so like, you know, Sir Reggie starts like taking the pills or whatever. And he's not hungry. And they're like, you're going to eat it. You know the rules. You have to. Yeah. Um, and then Alfonso gives him some papers to sign. And when he asks what they are, um, Alfonso's like, you know the rules, man. You ha- like just sign it. You don't yeah. have to ask. Or don't make me get Christopher. Yeah, don't make and me get Christopher. And that's when Sir Reggie, Reggie's like, oh, okay. Like, don't get Christopher. And, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, and then... Alfonso, like they start walking down, Alfonso starts smelling something. <laughs> and then Jamie's like, I'm starving, douchebag, let's go. And Alfonso tells um, Sir Reggie that he's telling the robot to give him a bath. Yeah. He stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Klaus walks out from his hiding place and goes, My God, Dad, what happened to you? Yeah. And then I just want to like point out that the actor who plays um, Sir Reginald. Mm hmm. It's freaking amazing. Because. Oh, what is his name? Call, call him. I have to because, call like, him in the first two seasons, he's like. Straight back, like you know, talking like a uh, like a dictator kind of mm-hmm. guy, you know. And this one, like his whole like demeanor changes to like subdued and like mm-hmm. in on himself and that kind of stuff. And it's just like just the way that he's changed from season to season is yeah. is, is cool. It's, I like it's it. Interesting yeah. to, to see that, especially because like you know, with the Umbrella Academy kids, like he he had all the power. Mm-hmm. He was the one in charge. He yeah. had all the power, and this one he does not have any right at all. <clears throat> and it's very interesting dynamic shift. Um, he's played by a guy named um, Colum Fiore. Oh, okay, that is probably well, not how you how how you pronounce his name, but that is how I'm pronouncing it. He did a good job. That is how it is spelled. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, then we've got Ben and Faye. They're looking for Grace so they can try to find the, the briefcase because yeah. they're like, oh, she'll know where it is. And this is where they find her worshipping the Elder's Lava Pill. Yeah, isn't she singing a song? Yeah. She, or, is, or is this different? She was humming, I think. Okay. If I remember. Yeah, Because at don't various remember. times she's like singing and humming at it, but I'm pretty sure she was humming to it. Um, so but Ben like walks up and goes to touch it. And she is like, oh, be careful. You don't want to um, wake the sleeping god. And, and they're like, which one? And, and talk about how he's like a bold be... man. Yeah, it could be any number of gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's just listing various gods. Yeah. Well, it's because um, 
one of them, either Faye or or Ben, when they walked in, said Jesus. Oh, And she right. was like, that's one name for it. And they'll list off like a bunch of other god names. Yeah. Uh, or deity names, rather. Right. And that's when Ben walks over to touch it. And she tells him to be careful because you don't want to wake the sleeping god. And that's, you know, what Marcus did. I think they asked if Marcus touched it. And she was like, he was bold. Yeah. just walked right up to oh, it. Oh, my God. So this just... <laughs> Sparrow Academy is so stupid. Mm. Like, they're just like... Oh, there's this weird thing. Let's go touch it. Yeah. You just know, this and it's glowing like, ball of light that has our robot says. Let's just have. go up to it. Yeah, like I don't know. It just is insane. Yeah. Um and then then they asked, Well, Grace, when did this get here? And she said two days ago. when our new friends arrived. Her yeah. new visitors arrived. Something like that. Friends or visitors. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She's all enamored with the glowy ball of death <laughs> yeah and then we go back to five and lila mm-hmm. they're in like the hotel electrical room yep she calls attention to his new tailored suit and he says the guy in the lobby is a master craftsman mm-hmm. which yeah. also makes me like think that the barber shop that victor went to was also in the hotel itself. Right. it was one of the other like little clues that they had the barber shop there mm-hmm. um but yeah so they they try to like hotwire the briefcase and yeah. it doesn't work and <laughs> Fry, almost fries five. Mm-hmm. Lila finds it hilarious. Yeah. Of course she does. Yep. Um, and she comes up, she says she's got a plan, but they have to trust each other. And um, he tells her that she basically just spent the last like tw- 20 days or however long trying Ten to days. kill him. 10 days. Thank you. Um, trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And she reminds him that he killed her birth parents. And she's like, and you also stood by while the Swede, this, the, the sweaty Swede or the greasy Swede, I can't remember how she phrased it, but the mm-hmm. Swede, um, Killed the woman who raised me, yeah. Uh, which he then like he when she mentioned her birth parents, she's like, yeah, that's fair. And then she mentioned the handler, yeah. And he was like, the handler was gonna kill you. In fact, the handler did kill you. I went like back went back in time, like I reversed time and made it all jump back a little ways and saved you. Right. So she was never gonna like she was using you. She never really loved you. Right. And then he tells her that um, in the same vein, like Diego might actually love her, yeah. unlike the handler did. Right. Um. And then, so then he says, uh, we can't make it past all this to make it back to the commission. And he's like, well, he's like, another thing that's pretty true is white hot rage or white hot something or other. Hate. I think he says like, yeah. Yeah. And um, so they're like, okay, cool. However, did you notice that in that, uh, so this is going to be a a little bit of a tangent, but do you notice that he says his jumps are only accurate to a few minutes? Mm -hmm. And then, so does that mean that the... That, like, to get to the commission, you have to, like, jump to, like, a certain time. I think so. Like, and, and wherever you are, you have to jump to, like, a certain Yeah, I think the commission, moment. like, exists, like, so like in a it, specific time, but also out of time at the same time. Yeah, so, like, that to just, get to it, you have to, like... Time. Yeah, like, to get to it, you have to, like, jump to, like, March 30... Or March 28th at 7.01... 59 99 seconds like yeah exist and that's why they need the briefcases because the briefcase can dial in like the exact time to do that that's not right yeah so it just is interesting so, so, yeah. yeah sounds like an appropriate theory yeah so then we go back to luther and he's making a mixtape <laughs> yep on like a super old school yep. boom box and he's singing in the lobby badly yeah. um lady in red mm-hmm and Diego's like going around collecting bottles of booze to make Molotov cocktails. Yep, of course. Because <laughs> cause Diego. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's like, what's with the bottles? And he's like, what's with the music? And they're like, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and then they're, uh, they're kind of talking. This is where Luther tells Diego that Vanya and Allison are handling it. And Diego's like, no, Victor and Allison. Mm-hmm. And Luther's like, who is Victor? And yeah. Diego's like, um, Vanya is Victor now. Yeah. Like, we, you know. That's yeah. what it is. And, and he's Luther's like, what like, else did I miss when I was kidding? He's like shocked for like half a second. He's like, oh, what? He's like, wait, what else did I miss? Like he immediately <laughs> goes to like, okay, sure, moving on now. Yeah. Um, Diego tells him, it's not about him. And um, it's time to show the sparrows who's boss. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like. An old got- school beat down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, the sparrows are coming here. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And he's like, it's time for us to show them who's boss. Like the old days, busting heads. Um <laughs> And then he's like, they talk about Lionel Richie. Um, mm-hmm. And how he was never cool. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> Which I disagree. Lionel Richie's fantastic. I agree 100%. Lionel Richie's fantastic. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> anyway, this is where Luther tells him that he met someone. Um, and Diego like figures it out that it's one of the sparrows. And yeah. he's like, oh, it's the gravity girl. <laughs> the, one that does the, the, one, the gravity one is how he refers yeah, to her. And then he's like, I'm, he's like, this is a mixtape for the enemy. And he's like, and then Sloane and I can fall in love, get a dog, grow old together on a porch. <laughs> and just goes on and on and on. Like... And he's like, yeah, he's, he's so enamored. Yeah. He's just enamored. He just, he just wants so badly to be happy. He just wants, Luther. He just wants a girl to like, like him. It's true. Like and him, like not, him. Not one that, you know, looks at him like he's a furry or something like that, yeah. but actually enjoys Luther himself. Right. Um, but yeah, so Diego like kind of makes fun of him. And then he's like, wait, if she's the gravity one, then did you have like, gravity sex? <laughs> and, Diego's like, and then Luther, his response is, well, let me, let me tell you, we were dancing on the ceiling and Diego's like okay whatever man <laughs> and just yeah. like leaves yeah. he's like you're you're too you're a loser I'm yeah. now <laughs> and then Diego like grabs his box and is walking away and Stan shows up and he's like what's my job and what are you paying and uh, Diego like kind of leads him around a little bit mm-hmm. and he's like we're making model talks he's like well I made a pipe bomb one time and like it's really you gotta get that just right yeah all this stuff and then Diego shoves Stan into an elevator, shuts the elevator, and is like, I need you to study this elevator. To, to study the elevator, that's how he's going to help. And then he, like, hits all the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Stan's like, what? No. Yeah. Oh, poor kid. <clears throat> he just wants to help. He just wants love. It's true. Uh, and then we have... Klaus and Reggie. Klaus and Sir Reggie. They're watching, like, the news together, but then it goes to a movie or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was busy writing. Yeah. There is a painting of a white buffalo over the mantle, which it bison. focuses on it. White okay, bison. Sure, fine. Fine, white bison. I assume it will have some significance to the storyline, given that they I focused mean, on it. You, you know. Okay. Yes, yes. Continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're watching a movie. I'm not really sure. Yeah, Klaus says something about loving that movie. I didn't. Yeah, yeah I forgot Reggie, to look it up to see what it was. Sir Reggie is pun, pontificating mm-hmm. about um, not being visited anymore. Yeah, and he tells him to um, never turn your back, especially on your children. Yeah. Um, and then he starts telling about how now it's all about the you know, pills and sign this and sign that. And well, at first he said there was like some, the teeth tasted funny and mm-hmm. there's something in your food and then it's pills. Yep. And signing your life away. Yeah. So clearly the Sparrow Academy like got together and overthrew Sir Reggie at yeah. some point. I assume when they were probably teenager-ish. Right. Right. Um, and... And he feels like everything's been taken from him. Or no, Klaus starts talking about how everything's been like taken from him. He feels like he's like an ice cream bucket <laughs> the, and all the scoops have been taken out. The chocolate ripple at yes. the end of the night where just scoops are being all taken out. Yes. And he tells you know, his, his brother, his lover, um, like the the world, I think is what yeah, he says. Yeah, he just is like sad on Klaus now. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, <laughs> and then Sir Reggie is like, 
if I got you some ice cream, would it shut you up? <laughs> I was just like, like, yes. Yes, it would. It would. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so he gets up and he goes to get some bowls out of a, out of like a, a little hutch. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, drops one of them. They smash all over the thing. And he's like, damn pills. And Klaus is like, oh, I can help you with that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he explains to him like how to like hide your pills and everything like that. And yeah. he's like, how do you know this? And he's like, it's a necessary rehab trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, you know, I wasn't sold on you at first, but you're growing on yes, me. Yes, in 1963, I didn't like you, but I, yeah, I think I like you now. You're growing on me, yeah. Um, so it's kind of a cute little moment between the two of them, even right. though it's because Sir Reginald has been drugged into not being a dick. Yeah. Um, and then Lester Pocket, we go to him, and he's listening to throat music. Mm-hmm. Which, if no one knows what it is, I mean, if you've watched the show, you'll know. But it's like. Yeah, it's very odd to listen to very loudly right in your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Which now you hear right in your ears. Yes. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Um, but then he starts eating one of the sandwiches. Which yeah. is interesting because he has six sandwiches. Yeah. I, I, I was sure those sandwiches had something to do with the no, umbrella kind of thing. But didn't. he just has six sandwiches he apparently. Six sandwiches. Maybe he just planned on being there for six, sandwiches six worth. days or three days or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then he starts to listen to his, his own stomach. stomach. Yeah. Um, and it sounds really gross. It sounds disgusting. It's terrible. That's a horrible, awful sound. Yeah. I'm not going to make it. I just made it a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. Yours Good was times. not even as bad. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then he kind of like lays on the bed and is like listening to his tummy. Yeah, like, and he just like make noise. zones out while he's doing his thing. Right. Whatever that may be. And then we go to <laughs> Diego and Luther. Yes, yeah, Diego is upstairs, like, setting out the Molotov cocktails in, like, strategically placed positions, yeah. getting all ready for the, the big fight that he knows nothing about. Right. Um, and Luther comes up to him and says that this whole Victor thing is a big deal, um, so we should say something or make, like, a formal gesture, like, welcoming him as a brother, mm-hmm. and which is actually really adorable. Yeah. Um, and then Diego says that they just want to throw a party. <laughs> he says we should just go with it and don't say anything stupid. And yeah. then, <laughs> then he says that Luther wants to have a party. And Luther's like, what do you have against tiny sandwiches? <laughs> because I do. I love tiny sandwiches. I Luther and I have a lot in common this season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I like tiny sandwiches and throwing parties. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though I don't like people, I just enjoy throwing the actual party. Yeah. They come, they eat, and they leave. I enjoy right. that part. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, and then so they're walking down the stairs and Victor walks up mm-hmm. and asks them what's going on and Diego says Luther wants to throw, throw you a stupid party so you big feel loved big stupid party <laughs> big so you feel party. loved do you feel loved and he's like yeah I do <laughs> and Diego's like good you are and just and, like walks off yeah and then Luther like they're standing like Luther and Victor are like standing there and Luther's like really like really like the haircut is it like a number 10 on the sides there and he's like it really uh, uh, frames, frames your, your face. face yeah and it's just the cutest thing because like it's like so a... like this is this is the scene mm-hmm. that I wanted yes like, like this is this whole interaction right here is the scene that I wanted like for Victor yeah like the whole time well, th- because... this to me is like Luther trying to connect with Victor as a brother mm-hmm. for the first time ever whereas like the others were like yep you're our, you're our brother you're a sibling we love you and like just kind of like moved on with it yeah whereas Luther is like you know commenting on his hair on his haircut yeah. and then like making a comment about the you know number 10 razor mm-hmm. for his hair which 
now that I have a son, I know there are different numbers for the razors. I did not know that. Like, I would, it's not something I ever would have known. Yeah. So it's kind of like a guy thing. And okay. it's like he's like trying to connect with Victor, like, as a brother, like, as a man. Right. And I thought that was just so cute. I still didn't get me, like, you know, the, the storyline I was True. looking for. But, but this is what I like this. This is what I wanted for Victor. Though. Yes. Like, I feel like. Well, he's just, he's just so happy. Like, the I look on his like face he's is like. Validated? Yes. Like. And I didn't really get, like, the validation, you know, yeah. from... It, it did remind me of, in season one, when Victor goes back to the house after, like, everything that happened with Allison, when he almost killed her, and uh. Luther, like, comes and, like, basically gives him a hug, and he, like, is like, my big brother's hugging me, like, I'm safe now, I'm yeah. okay, it's my family, and then Luther turns on him, and, right. yeah, like, you know, squeezes him almost to death. And, like, I kind of got that almost... Not, not that I thought Luther was going to hurt him, but just like that, like feeling of acceptance right. that you saw in Victor's face in season one, you see it again here, but without the danger associated with it, right? <laughs> and yeah. without as much drama. But it's like you just like see that acceptance, like oh my god, like pe- like my family finally is accepting me, and my big brother is like even though they're all the same age, my big brother is here for me, right? Um, so it was I I liked that little inter interchange, yeah, ex- exchange. That's yeah. what I'm I was just I was just excited that like Victor got the validation that I think Victor was looking for. Yeah, from the brother specifically. Yeah. Because he got it from Allison to like, you know, they were able to talk and they were able to. Yeah, like, again though, I feel like it was more about Allison than it was about A bit, Victor. but I think it was really important that Allison had Victor look in the mirror and asked him what he sees now. Like, I think it was really sure. important that I like mean, she called attention to like the fact right. that Victor okay. now sees himself, not mm. someone else when he looks in the mirror. Yeah. So and I think I that was that. really important. I think that was important, but I feel like until that moment, it was all about like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see it before. Yeah. It's, like my, all it's all stuff. my fault. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's that's not Al- fucking about you. Yeah. Like, that's all Allison though. I, think, yeah. I feel like any exchange with her would have been similar. Um, but yeah. So like, you know, Victor already kind of connected with Allison on that level, but he was already closer to Allison to begin with. Right. Uh, like already. But then like, this was like, you know, like the, brotherly connection i think he he yeah. really needed more so than just his you know his siblings just saying, saying like hey, hey cool. fantastic we love you moving on yeah um but this was like actually like a real connection as a right. man right. and i think that was super important i'm really glad they included something like that in the yeah. in the show and it like it in my in my imagination in my brain this was how um tom hopper and elliot page had a conversation <laughs> like when, right. when they came back for the to refilm and everything like to film season three and everything like that like and and elliot was elliot i feel like that was like similar right. to a conversation they might have had without actually knowing anything about tom hopper and his behavior yeah. <laughs> but right. I, I feel like he doesn't i feel like luther's not too far of a stray away from his own like personality i i don't know but yeah um but yeah anyway so anyway, yay yeah. yay good scene Woo-hoo. yeah like i haven't like i usually get like during these seasons like you know, one of those scenes is like makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> this is the warm and fuzzy feeling that I got. Like up until now, I haven't really had that. Like, yeah, this season I haven't had that, much like, of that really good, like like oh, they're siblings, writing. they do love each other. Yeah, like really good writing that like makes you go, oh yeah, okay, this is a good like mm-hmm. you know yeah. So anyway, moving on. Uh, Klaus and Sir Reginald are still talking, uh, or <laughs> Reginald is. Uh, yeah, Sir Reginald's passed out. Klaus is watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and says, Oblivion. Yeah, like, and his, like, mumbles, Oblivion. So is he talking to about the Hotel Oblivion? Don't, well, because it was cause the hotel is the Hotel Obsidian. But there's oh, is it Obsidian? Yeah, it's Obsidian is the name of the hotel. Oh, shit. I got that mixed up in my head. Oh, okay, yeah. Oblivion. Th- there is an episode later 
um, that talk that that's called Hotel Oblivion. Oh, okay. But which I assume the Hotel Obsidian is like blown up or something. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll Cut get on there. Fire. Yeah. That's a ways away. <laughs> um, and then Klaus hears Grace singing a Christmas song. Uh-huh. It's the um, I can never remember the name of the song. But it's like Gloria or Gloriana oh, yeah. or something like uh, that. Yeah. Glory to yeah. the King. I think. Yes, something like that. Um, the the way I remember it is it's a song that is sung in the Winona Ryder Little Women mm. <laughs> movie. They sing gotcha. it when they're it's like the 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 wassailing song, wassailing song. It doesn't matter. She's yep. singing a Christmas song, um, and he follows the sign the sound and sees Grace in front of the ELP. Yep. And then she starts <laughs> speaking in tongues, and yeah. he's like, "What the fuck is happening here?" Right, <laughs> right. And she's like, "The Lord is upon me." He's um, like, okay, mom, um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, Five and Lila end up in a snowy wonderland. Yeah, so they're, so they're using their, their powers. And, like, her plan was to have Five start trying to jumpstart with his power. And then she was going to... Do a feedback mimic, loop. Yeah, mimic yeah. his power and, like, create, like, a feedback loop to hopefully jumpstart it. And it works. Um, they jump to the commission, which is gone. Yeah. Um, it's, like, all snowy, blizzardy. Um, Lila sees... The commission first, and um, yeah, because five is facing the other direction. direction. He yeah. was like, "Well, great, we jumped into the ice age," and she's like, "Oh no, no, we didn't." Yes. And he turns, and the commission is destroyed. Like, yeah, the building's falling apart. It is gross. It is gone, <clears throat> and then they start like walking toward it. Yeah. Um, Diego yeah. and Luther are at the hotel. They're playing mahjong, <laughs> and they're waiting <laughs> for the sparrows to show up. Yeah. Um, and then they're just you know, like, you know, talking back and forth. Allison and Victor come in and tell them to follow their lead. Mm-hmm. And Diego and Luther are basically like, um, no, like we're number one and two. Like this is not what we do. Like what are yeah. you talking about? This is our lead. Yeah, yeah. this is this is not how we're going to follow our lead. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh shit, they came early. Yeah, they got there early, so they all like run off over to you know yeah. face off with the sparrows. Um, and they're all like lined up facing each other. And some tourists are like taking pictures of them. <laughs> Yeah, because the the sparrows are oh, all like in sparrow. their uniform. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, because yeah, pictures. They're, yeah, because they're, they're. I was like, this is such a weird point to be taking pictures. <laughs> I was like, obviously, it's kind of like a face off, and you're just like over there, like, oh god, they're they're here, and they're like taking pictures of them. <laughs> well, bizarre. So I didn't pick up on it the first time we watched. It was like the second time we watched through it. I was like, oh, it's because the sparrows are famous, but it's because so the the. I wasn't paying attention to the tourists taking pictures, but in like the the lounge of the hotel when they're playing mahjong, it's like a bunch of like older Asian women. Mm-hmm. As someone who has had my picture taken many many times by random Asian tourists who were complete strangers to me, it didn't even occur to me that like oh. this was a strange lady <laughs> taking a picture. I was like, yeah, they're taking pictures. It's, you know, funny. that's what tourists do. And then like the second rewatch, I was like, oh, it's because the Sparrow Academy is famous. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Made more sense that time. <laughs> um, nice. So then they're, you know, going back and forth, chatting, whatever. Sloan's trying to tell Luther to run. Run. And, and he's, he like, in, like, not understanding. Bun? Bun? Rub? 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 Yeah. What? <laughs> he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, and then Ben says that, well, I think Victor says, like, this was not the plan. Mm-hmm. And Ben says, well, the plan has changed. Um, and then Stan, like, runs up with a Molotov cocktail. And, and then he, Diego tells him, he's like, stop, and not yet. It. And he drops it and like lights that banner up on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then he runs off because, you know. Like, actually, no, he, he doesn't. There, he stood there and stared at it. Yeah. Because he was all freaked out. Um, and then Ben says to power up. And, and they all kind of power up. Yeah. Yes, they all like get ready to do their thing, mm-hmm. uh, which seems unnecessary because Christopher does his thing, which is some kind of, some kind of like, 
painful mind control, basically. Yeah, yeah he shoots out like uh, electric bolts. Yeah, and um, Diego chucks Stan over. Yeah, a bar. he like grabs him and like throws him yeah. in like behind the bar area. Um, yeah. And but you still see like Diego's getting hit with the right um, mind attack thing. Allison tries to fight through it. She and does. Yeah, she tries to rumor them. A rumor mm-hmm. or get a rumor out, um, which was more than any of the others did. Yeah, she got as far as I heard a rumor. Mm-hmm. And he's and, like, and then Ben's like, I heard a rumor. You died. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, so while Christopher has them, you know, busy, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> incapacitated, um, the rest of the Sparrow Academy, like, steps forward, like, they're going to, you know, take them out, mm-hmm. which I feel like they're supposed to be, like, these great fighters, and if their fighting is literally just, like, Christopher incapacitating everybody, and then the rest of them just, like, Kill killing them. people, yeah. like, that is, that's weak. Yeah. That is, that is it some is. weak sauce. Um, but I, then, I have so, a feeling Christopher is the heavy, heavy hitter. Right? I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. Um, and um, then... And then... Lester, Lester Pocket runs up. comes up and goes... Yeah, and shoots out, like, a huge ray. Yes, yeah. It's, like, a big red power thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye and Ben hit the ground. Christopher is thrown backwards and kind of, like, breaks his connection yeah. with the Sparrow Academy, or the Umbrella Academy. Luther jumps up and knocks Sloan to the ground. And, like, so they all go, like, underneath mm-hmm. Lester's yeah. attack. Did you see it all phase uh, ravens are yes. got killed? Yeah, they all got taken out. Um, but Jamie and Alfonso get, like, a direct hit with yeah. this thing. And it kills them both pretty much instantly. Like, yeah. melts them, basically. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I didn't like those guys anyway. Right? Yeah. They were, <laughs> they were kind of terrible. Yeah. Uh, then Chris Faye and Ben are like, get, let's get out of here. Retreat. It. Pull yeah. back. And yeah. so they all, they all run off. Um, Sloan is unconscious and Luther's holding her, trying to like wake her up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Victor gets up and says, Harlan, is that you? Harlan, is that you? Which, and then, call it. Yeah, you did. Harlan, I knew it. 100% Super excited. you did. Yep. I'm yeah. very excited. And that's the end. That was the end of the episode. We do not have confirmation yet that this is Harlan, but we can no. assume it's Harlan. Come on. You know, I mean, we know what's going on. Gonna I already guessed it. We yeah. know it's Harlan. <laughs> um, it's Harlan. Right. So um, we can see how that shakes out and what else happens yeah. there. So what are you feeling about the season so far? I am not sure. Jerry's mm-hmm. still out. Of, it is not going the way I expected it to at yeah. all. Like, I did not expect... So many of the Sparrow Academy, or like any of the siblings in there, but the Sparrow Academy in particular, to lose so many members so quickly. Yeah. Um, the the whole grace with the Eldridge Lava Pill thing is really weird to me because mm-hmm. she's she's an android, she's a robot. Like she shouldn't be able to have some kind of connection with a deity like that, like that, right. like what she thinks is a deity, rather. Like she shouldn't be able to do that. So that's really strange. I also. I don't know, I feel like there's, and maybe it'll be answered later in the season, but I feel like there's so many questions that, like, weren't answered yet. Like, we still never found out what happened, like, how Grace became the android. Like, because, you know, we had human Grace in season two, and she was, I assume, dating Sir Reggie in 63. Oh, right. And then she somehow became... This android, we don't have any information about that yet, and it's only three episodes, and we've got time, and maybe there'll be some answers later. But right, yeah, but so like, like that's really strange. Um, it, it surprises me that Sir Reginald allowed himself to be drugged like that. I mean, like it seems like they were pretty sneaky, but also like he's an alien. Yeah, and what, do they, why do they know? Do they him? like do the Sparrow Academy know that he was an alien? Because like he took his face off before. Like, does he not 
bathe his alien self like <laughs> no, yeah it's kind of weird there's a lot of questions that i would like to yeah answer, there's like I'm a not lot sure to... we're gonna get answers I, to. i'm a little worried we won't just based on some of the stuff i've seen people saying on like facebook and on the internet and everything about yeah. so i'm a little but worried that we're not we gonna get a be season answers. five so four. Or season four. we get a season four which it hasn't been greenlit yet Oh, they really? haven't greenlit the next season, but apparently the, the writers are already working on it. Mm-hmm. So they're ready to go as soon as it gets greenlit, pretty much. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully, if there's a season four, which fingers crossed there will be, yeah. um, we won't have to wait as long. Which, with that, with COVID being less of a concern, I don't think we'll have to wait as long for another season this time. Right. But who knows? Gotcha. So, yeah. I know. I'm... Not loving this season yet, but I'm intrigued enough to keep going. Right. Because I, I want to know more about, like, what what's going to happen. What's coming right. Up. So, yeah. How about you? Cool. Are you um, feeling the same? Yeah, I, I, I am. Uh, I was hoping there'd be more fuzzy moments. <laughs> um, but there's not, and it's kind of bugging me. Um, I... Like, I know that we, for the last two seasons, said we really, really dislike Luther. I'm disliking uh, I, him less now. I I am really disliking the direction that they decided to take Allison. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really bugging me. Like, you know, I kind of I felt like there would be more of a progression with the family mm-hmm. as far as them, like keeping it together like getting like going like hey let's be on the same page about some shit yeah um, i feel like i'm they, just not getting that they were more sibling-esque when they all came back to the umbrella academy after sereji died in season one with yeah. the exception of, of victor who was like still the shot but even still like there was still like that familial connection that you yeah. could feel and I'm just this not season getting like, that. I, like i feel it's like just there's like a collection of strangers yeah it feels like every season they have to start over from scratch mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of that is a result of Allison being the way she's being right now. Mm. Um, and I also feel like, you know, it, it's like one of, it's like, it's like what we talked about like in the first, second, first, second episode when I said like, you know, I saw on Reddit where it was like, Hey, what is one of those shows that could be figured out with logic and, you know, in the first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is something that could have been figured out in the first 30 seconds. Like, then the Sparrow Academy and the Umbrella Academy could work together to, like, fix this. Instead of, like, you know, <clears throat> there's, like, Jamie and Alfonso. We're never going to know what their backstories or right? anything Right, and, like, with Marcus, about... like, he was gone in the first episode. Yeah, we're not, we're, ever, we're not, we're never going to know anything about Marcus. We're not going to ever know anything about Jamie or, um... Alfonso. Alfonso. Yeah. I mean, at this point. And like, we've had I no information about, like, where Christopher came from or what he yeah, is. Yeah, what Christopher is. So there's, like, a lot of stuff with the Sparrow Academy that I'm really... I really want to know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I know that I'm not going to get that. Because yeah. they're just dropping, Which like, flies. Which is disappointing. And, and it's also frustrating to me that we're, we're already in episode three. And, like, there's been, like, no resolution of anything. Yeah. Like... Like they're like it's all just still completely open ended. Like there's nothing that has yeah. been. Yeah, and I feel like in the first two seasons, like we did have like at least some resolution for mm-hmm. some stuff, or at least if we didn't have resolution, we were like, oh, hey, we're going toward that. Like it feels like this one's like a slow burn, mm-hmm. where we're gonna like these first f- three to five episodes, we're gonna be like, okay, 
what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? What are we looking at? And then after, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, we're going to go like, oh, shit. Okay. That's what's going on. So I'm really hoping that that's what happens. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where, like, I, I want so badly to just love this season, especially after right. waiting so long for it. I know. It. And that's, and I think, another so problem. So far, so. I'm not loving it. And I want so badly to love it. Yeah. So fingers crossed. We'll get there. Hmm. But, hey, we kept this to... Under an uh, hour this time. Yeah. Woohoo. So anyway, um, come talk to us on the Facebook page. Um, we are still riding the high of the last person that made a meme of us, which is awesome. <laughs> over a year ago. <laughs> a year ago. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, come say hi over there um, and goodbye.